everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode of When I Grew Up. On today's episode, I have a new friend here with me. Her name is Jessie Leanne, and she is a UX UI designer. Um, I hope I said that right. I'm going to be honest, I know nothing about this field, but I'm excited to have her on. I'm excited to have another creative to talk to today. Um, hey, Jessie, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Happy to be here. Uh, thank you again so much for being with me today. Um, yeah, I mean, let's just jump right in. What is a UX UI designer? Yeah, so a UX designer, it stands for user experience. And it is basically the person who designs like the mobile app before it gets into development or who designs like a digital product or like the experience of a website. So like anything digital before it like before it's developed, someone is out there figuring out like where does the button go? What kind of features should be in this product? Like what makes the most sense for like how a user might like navigate through the entire digital experience. Um, and that's basically what a user experience designer does. Um, and so there's like a, there's like a lot of different phases within the user experience process. So it's very research driven because the whole point of user experience design is creating products and experiences that are useful to the end user and intuitive to the end user and like delightful to the end user. So we always start off with a lot of research where we like basically go out to the target audience or the end user and we ask them questions like, um, we kind of, okay, so <laughs> I guess there's a lot of different ways to do research, but okay, so like, let's say um, I, I'm part of a company and we're trying to, this is actually my current project actually, so I'll just talk about oh, Perfect, that. that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like my client right now is a hospital and our just blanket question right now is how can we make the lives of a nurse manager better with digital products? So we are interviewing a lot of nurse managers, ideally in a non-COVID world, we'd be shadowing them, but like we're having them do like a, a virtual diary where they just like log their day every day and we're like kind of spying on them. So we kind of like see what they're like like day-to-day -day is and then based on that we begin to like idea different digital products that like might solve their problems um and then from there <laughs> once we like figure out what the right kind of product is we will like do more research to figure out what the right features are and there's a there's just a lot of like research involved just to make sure that what we're creating and designing is actually useful if, if that makes sense no that makes perfect <laughs> wow that's incredible i mean like um so i had no idea that i mean i knew like you know people had to develop the product and things like that but i had no idea there was an actual person that would have to think about the best way to make the experience for somebody like i mean i guess even like pleasant right like efficient and pleasant yeah and like um, yeah, appealing. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I find exactly. your current project extremely fascinating because I, I mean, my mind doesn't even go to like you know companies like needing that type of research to make, um, make things for them. I, I mean, you know, my mind goes just like to like apps, you know, those kinds of things like that. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. And I think I think maybe I'm in a more non-traditional UX job, but like, you know, big ticket place, you know, Spotify has a bunch of UX designers and that's why their experience when you use that app is really good. And like Airbnb, Facebook, Instagram, like all of those big tech like um, companies and products, they all have a lot of UX designers. And it's interesting, and like even, okay, so like the idea of the endless scroll on Instagram yes. was a UX decision because they knew like that it's more addictive, I guess, if it's like an endless scroll instead of it being like a swipe or something. Like, so even just like those sorts of decisions, a UX designer is behind it. Like, is it gonna be endless scroll? Is it gonna be a carousel? Is, uh, where's the button gonna be? Um, so, I Like yeah, my yeah. face is like just see. shocked right now because it's like, <laughs> yes, like, of course you have to think of those things. Like someone right, right. is literally like, like I don't oh that's crazy I don't even know how to articulate it but that's crazy <laughs> yeah there's so much thinking behind the smallest decision <laughs> um there's a lot of thought that goes into it even like what color should the button be and that goes more into like UI design which is what you asked about um and UI design is more so like the actual aesthetic of the screen there's still like psychology behind it but it's not as like um research focused I guess um it's just more on the aesthetic side yeah you mentioned the word psychology yeah there's there's a ton of psychology behind this whole career I feel like because you have to think about what people like and and how they how their minds work Mm -hmm. and that's crazy okay so Mm -hmm. I mean this this must be a fairly new uh, like career path no yeah, definitely. I uh, Don't quote me on this, even though I know I'm being recorded, but I feel like it's only like a 10, maybe 20, but like a 10-year-old job title. Yeah, like it it's seems, super fresh. Seems like something yeah. that, you know, I uh, when I was about to start college, like wasn't wouldn't even exist really. But is there a major right. for this? Like, is there some, is this like a studying thing? Yeah, so... I don't know about undergrad, at least like not as of today in 2020, I don't know about undergrad, but like there's grad school programs for human computer interactions. And a lot of people who study human computer interaction end up as UX designers or product designers. I see. So did you go to school for this? I did not go to school. Oh, I went to a boot camp and that's how a lot of people in the UX field are UX designers is they there's a lot of people that went through boot camp and changed their career okay so I'll get into that in a little bit but (laughs) before I do I want to ask you so um you know these days uh, are you working from home Mm -hmm. yeah okay so with COVID and everything you're working from home but what does if you weren't working from home what would a typical day look like for you yeah uh, it varies. <laughs> Classic answer, but it, it depends on where we are in the design process. So like, if we're in the research process, then my typical day would look like me interviewing the user or like coming up with like interview guides, or maybe shadowing, um, kind of like going out in the field and doing research like that. Um, if we're past that phase, then I'm doing a lot of synthesis. And I'm just trying to like, you know, you have, you collect all this data. So you have to like a- analyze it mm-hmm. to some degree. Um, sometimes that comes from surveys. Sometimes it's more just like qualitative data from like interviews. So I'll kind of like parse it out. And then if we're past that phase and we're in like the concept phase, then I'll 
I'll be just like brainstorming different like solutions and ideas. I'll be like wireframing things out um, in like online tools. And um, and then if we pass that phase, <laughs> then I'll be like testing the ideas with the users um, and sort of doing some prototyping with them and just kind of like iterating and iterating until the end product is is solid. OK, so um, you may have mentioned it and I might have missed it. I apologize. But, you know, with all this research and like doing, um, you know, coming up with what's going to be best for the user, are you actually doing like mm-hmm. the coding for the product itself too? Mm-mm. No, no. And th- that's like a distinction that like, it's not like a required skill for a UX designer, I guess. Um, Cause there's so much else that goes into the job that usually um, in a company, the UX designer is doing their thing and they'll like kind of mock up like a blueprint almost of like what the product should look like, like the screens and like the flows. And there's like all sorts of prototyping tools where you can basically like mock, create like a mock um, version of the app without actually developing a single thing. And that's perfect because you can test that with users and they can like pretend like they're actually going through the real experience. And then, but then there's like no like lift from a development standpoint. And then once we like solidify the concepts or the the idea, then we'll like kind of hand it off to a developer who will actually code it. And it's great because like (laughs) they have a blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's actually really cool. And it saves so much time for the developer because, you know, like they're getting something they know has been validated instead of like putting something out in the market and then it failing and then they have to go and rework everything, you know? So it's, it's, it's definitely necessary, I would say. (laughs) Wow. That's really neat. I, um, wow. I like, okay. So um, do you work for a company then, or are you like a free? I don't know how this works. Sorry. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I currently work for a tiny design agency in Atlanta. Um, so I would say there's a, a huge difference too between a design, a UX designer who works at an agency versus someone who works like in-house, for, like dedicated to a product. Like my experience is probably very different from an in-house UX designer. Um, but yeah, I work. I work for an agency, so I. I'll like have clients and and do whatever they need. Oh, I see. I see. So there are other companies that hire your agency to, to make whatever it is that they need. Mm -hmm. And then you're saying that there's an, an in, in in-house UX designer would be somebody like for the examples you gave earlier, like someone that works for Facebook or. Right. Exactly. They're just dedicated completely to that one product. Um, and yeah, doing that. Okay, cool. So, um, Jesse, is this something that you have, I mean, we mentioned before this is a fairly new job market for this, mm-hmm. but is this something that you had always wanted to do or? No, because like, kind of like what you said, I had no idea that this field even existed. And if I had, I don't know, maybe I, I would have wanted to do this when I was younger, you know? So I, I mean, I didn't hear about it until like, after I graduated college, after I graduated like one year later, okay. and then I heard about this. So, what did yeah. you study in college then? I studied management information systems. What is, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it is, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. It's part of the business school, so it is this interesting blend between 
learning both business skills and management skills, as well as programming skills. Um, Information systems, that's what you said. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Management information systems. And the people who come out of that program tend to be like liaisons between developers and like business people, I guess. Okay. Like, so out of college, I was an IT consultant, I guess you could say, for like a year and a half or so. Okay. So at yeah. what point were you like, was it like a situation where you're like, this is not working for me? Or is it because you mm-hmm. discovered UX? Um, it was because I was like, this isn't working for me. And then UX came at the perfect time. So I hated my job. I I have like a, definitely a creative spirit and the job that I was in was not creative at all. So I felt super drained every day. And uh, since it was a consulting gig, I had to travel. And so I was away from my friends, like constantly. So just all in all, it was a very draining job for me as an individual. And so I was at this point, I was like, I'm willing to do anything else, like literally anything else that's creative. And so when I was looking into the boot camp and the, the like programs at General Assembly is the boot camp that I went to, that the the programs that they offered, that's when I heard what UX design was. And I like did some research and I like looked up what is it. And I honestly like didn't really understand, but I knew that it was more creative than what I was currently doing. So my mindset was basically like, I'm just going to quit my job and go do this boot camp. And even if it's not like the right thing for forever or like for the long term, I know it's like a step in the right direction because at least it's a step in more creative work. So that that was and then on the first day of school I when I really learned what it was I was like oh my god this is actually perfect like I love the way it blends like creative design elements and like aesthetic with like research and human psychology with like interesting business problems like it's like just such a combination of a lot of different interests so I was like whoa wow, <laughs> that's, that's wild that's awesome um so how long is the boot camp the boot camp I went to was 10 weeks. 10 time, weeks? <laughs> which is pretty damn, sorry, short. <laughs> like, I mean, like, wh- okay. So, like, you learned everything you needed to know in 10 weeks? Isn't that wild? <laughs> no. So, okay. Like, ser- <laughs> like for real, though? Like, they, you, you really learned everything you needed to know? Honestly, they prepared me well. Like... There, I mean, if you go to grad school for human computer interactions, that's like a two year program. Right. Or, um, and then there's definitely longer boot camps, you know, but General Assembly, they got you out in 10 weeks and you learn the basics and they have like, you do real life projects like I I got to work with the I got to work with the Georgia Aquarium and I did a project with them and like, you know, so you're kind of like learning by doing it as well and I feel like that's a really good way to learn quickly yeah that's incredible okay so like okay I want to ask you about this like transition though you know you quit your job Mm -hmm. and you know you were like I'm gonna do this boot camp but like was there some like fear in the fact that maybe you wouldn't like it oh yeah for sure I mean the fact that I wasn't (laughs) that's why that my mindset was basically like 
it's a step in the right direction. Even if it's like, I don't, I won't like it, it'll be, it'll open a door, I'm sure, to like the next thing that maybe I'll like. And I was just hoping like, with one door open, it might lead me to the next door, to the next door, right? So like, that was my mindset. I definitely did not know if I would like it or not when I went into it. So, okay. But I knew since it was creative. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was going to be better. So um, I mm-hmm. am curious to – okay, so there are people listening probably that have just graduated college, right? And they're in a position where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, they don't like their job. You know, they fig- they found out mm-hmm. too late or maybe they found out too late in their in their mind, right? Right. Like what would you say right, to right. them? Like – you know, because um, you you yeah. were in that position. <laughs> right. And I would say it's not too late. And maybe that's optimistic. And maybe like UX design is a field where you can easily transition to versus like it would be hard to transition to like become a doctor because it takes like so many <laughs> years of school. Right. Like like that is maybe I don't know. But like uh, I, I have found that e- even though if I could do things differently, I would have majored in something different, like something that I actually enjoyed. But I know that the things that I learned from my major has helped inform my successes in my current job. And I, I, honestly, that's the way like a lot of people feel in UX. So it's like, oh, I used to be a social worker, but I learned how to like a, a lot about like human psychology and like a lot about like empathy that has helped me become a UX designer. Or like I used to be a photographer. You, there's just like so many people from so many different fields that have found their way into UX design. And it just makes you realize like every part of your path is like a necessary step to get you to wherever the next part is. So it's like not a waste, but I also would say it's not too late because there's so many ways you can learn online and like take classes and gain new skills I'm a huge believer in like we're super moldable and we can learn new things like constantly so you are not a fixed person when you graduate college there is still so much life to go (laughs) so yeah yes I love all of that that you just said I agree completely with all of it and um, I just find it so um, inspiring because it's like it it takes a lot I think I'm gonna be honest I'm just gonna be real right now like I think even in the Asian American community too like there's this like Mm -hmm. um, idea of like you know you have to have your life set you know and you they're... absolutely from like age five <laughs> right and so like I think it's just really cool that you know you've made this proactive decision like hey you know what I don't like what I'm doing and so I'm just gonna find something mm-hmm. else and do something about it so um, I really love that um, Jesse mm, yeah if we could if we could get back to um, a little bit of your actual job um, I loved hearing your journey a little bit Um, but you know, with UX, are there, what is it that you like, like about it? I mean, you kind of explained some of it, but, um, yeah. Um, I like, okay. So like after, after we've done the research, after we've like kind of brainstormed ideas and we have like the first like mock-up or whatever, I really like bringing it back to the users and having them give us feedback 
because then that feels like something is actually starting to become like starting to be created and I like it's also so gratifying when they're like oh my god like this solved a problem that like I had like if I if this was like in development like this would change my life and that's like super super validating but there's oftentimes when it's like oh no this is actually really useless like (laughs) but that's also like just like (laughs) being a UX designer you are you are just primed to like get any sort of feedback and know that like like there's no such thing as failure because like any feedback is going to help make the product better even if it means that you did a bad job but at least the next iteration is gonna be better right so like that I don't know it's a very like kind of soft answer but I just like I like like the the the, um, process of testing your ideas with the users and like iterating off of that so what is like the process like the thought process for you say okay so you're presented with the problem or mm-hmm. you're asked to do something and then where does like how does the project start mm. the, so the project starts with like a research plan and I, I think I kind of got into this where it's like you you make a plan like for, for my personal job my personal current project we made a plan of like okay we're going to interview like 10 to 15 different nurse managers from like these different locations with these different like experiences we're going to ask these questions to them and I guess that like kicks off the project is like the research okay then after you get the research right like and then you have to come Mm -hmm. up with the experience then like what act Mm -hmm. what are the actionable things that you have to go through Mm. Yeah. Okay. So this is, hmm. so my, my current project, (laughs) it's like way more high level, I would say than like a typical UX project, like a typical, your typical UX project. You're like, I'm designing like a new screen, like on a social platform, like Facebook or something like that, or someone's like, Hey, can you design like the, the, um, the like product or the checkout? flow like in Shopify or something like that so it's very like focused but my current project is super broad some would even call it like service design which is a whole nother field (laughs) where you're designing something wider you know the entire yeah the entire experience beyond just one digital product you're designing like multiple different digital touch points that one person might come across so I just want to make that distinction. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I know it's a lot. It's kind of confusing. <laughs> no, it, I love uh, it. It's great. Keep going, please. I want to know everything. <laughs> okay. So I guess your question was um, after once we get into the concepting, like what that looks like. So for me, basically I'll look at, I'll kind of organize what all the pain points are um, that we heard from the nurse managers. Like, what are the patterns that we're hearing? Um, So for instance, like they have to go to 20 different systems in one day just to like get all the information they need. And that's like a very, 
inefficient process for them. So then I'll start brainstorming, like, what are different ways we can solve that? Like, maybe it's a dashboard that aggregates a lot of the information. So it's like, okay, now I have this idea, it's a dashboard. And then I'll basically like get in my notebook or my sketchbook and then start like just drawing out different like features or like screens, just like hypothetical, like the sky's the limit, like what could solve it? And I'll just sort of like sketch all the screens. And then there's like all, there's a lot of like, you know, feedback that comes into play. Like you ask your teammates, like, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And then the the few winners that come out, you start mocking them up like on software, like on your computer. So like I use a tool called Figma. Um, it's similar to Sketch There's or like Adobe XD, but it's basically this like wireframing prototyping tool where that, that, is meant for UX designers to design out screens. So I'll just get in that tool and I'll start like designing that. Um, and then that's when that's when all the like feedback and iteration comes and we'll like test with users and like all of that. After okay, that. yeah, that answered my question perfectly. I think I was just curious to how, you know, you even get an interface started, you know, like I think for me, like my brain just doesn't work like that. But I, the wording that you used was, you know, sky's the limit as you're brainstorming. Mm-hmm. And I think for some right. people that is really challenging. So have you kind of always been that kind of person, just always kind of thinking big picture and like dreaming and able to see things like creatively mm. like that? Are you is that kind of in your DNA to do things like that? I. I, I think so, but I also don't think something really cool about UX design is that there is structure to the brainstorming. Like, yes, the sky's the limit, but you're also there's one specific challenge that you're trying to solve. And like you have heard feedback from users about how like A, B, and C is inefficient. So you like you have like a prompt in your head already. So you're and and there's so many like examples that have come before you other people have solved this problem before you're not the first one so like you can do more research and there's like this whole thing where you do like competitive comparative analysis where you just kind of like look at all the products that are out in the market and so there's just so much material that'll help make this the sky the limit less intimidating I guess I could say like you're not creating something out of nothing you, you have so much research and so much like other examples to help get you going so yeah okay sounds yeah. less intimidating <laughs> but- yeah yeah like for for instance like if I was designing like a checkout flow like when you like put something in your car and then you check out like that there's like so much that goes to it, but also we know what kind of works because we've seen it like in Amazon, we've seen it. So like there's, there's just so much like that gets reused as well. <laughs> so, Man, I love this. This is so great. I'm learning <laughs> so much right now. This is awesome. Um, so what are some things that maybe you don't like about your job? Um, or some so challenges think, right well I would say that what I don't like about my like because mm, to be a UX designer you also have to be a good communicator mm-hmm. it's important because you're trying to explain your concepts to your users as well as to your um, developers like that kind of thing but like I 
being in an agency, there's another layer of like, you have to like be able to present the ideas to the client and like kind of tie it all up and explain like everything almost like in a salesy way. And that's like what I don't like is like having to like, yeah, like focus so much on communicating and like persuading a client as opposed to just like working on the product, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. So you actually yeah, have to like, like, pitch your life. ideas to them? Um, yeah, I mean, they have, uh, since they're, they're the ones paying you, I guess, to do the work. So in a sense, like they have to be on board with whatever you come up with. And, you know, like if you have a good client, it's a collaborative process, but sometimes it's not. So Right, right. <laughs> Sure. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like that would be really yeah. challenging to especially if you like work on something and then they're just like, it sucks. I hate it. I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially if it, it's this is frustrating when it's like you feel like you've done research and you've gotten feedback from users and you feel like you're you've created something that's on it, but then like your client has this like one track mindset of like, but I want to put this, this, and this in the product. And you're like, but you're not the user. So you don't like really get to have that say, but you can't say that to your client because they're the ones that are paying you. Right. <laughs> so it's <laughs> tricky. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure, man. Um, So, uh, how long have you been doing this then? Um, three and a half years. Oh, wow. So right out, out of the boot camp, was it easy for you to find a job? Yeah, it, it was. I was really lucky, though. Um, after the boot camp, they do this thing. It's kind of like a reverse career fair where all the students have their own booth and they have all their projects up and then they'll invite recruiters to come in and take a look at everyone's work. Um, so at that showcase, a recruiter came from my, my previous company and then hired me out of there. So it was, I was really lucky. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Um, yeah. what you mentioned the name general assembly is so that, what is that? I don't even know what that is. That's the, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the boot camp And, they have them all over the U.S. in different cities, but it is basically, it's like, they, they offer a lot of, like, classes and workshops, like, full-time classes, part-time classes, you know, half-day workshops. That's just about, like, any sort of digital thing. So there's, like, a boot camp for UX, which I went to, or there's, like, data science boot camps or, like, coding boot camps, and it's all about helping people to, like, gain new skills or change their careers or enhance their careers in the digital space oh wow that's awesome man but yeah, yeah you already talked about it but seriously there are just so many ways to educate yourself th these days you know through online I think virtually even now even more so now that we're in this pandemic mm -hmm. and um, I think it's just so cool um yeah. Jesse, was there anything else that you wanted to mention or talk about or about UX? Um, I maybe missed. I don't think so. I, um, I have personally loved. It's like definitely a mindset shift being a UX designer because, like, what I mentioned before about how like 
you have to be okay with fail. Like failing is like part of the job, which was hard to sort of like change my mindset to that. It's like, there's something called like growth mindset versus fixed mindset as well. And that's something that I've, that I, th- I think like UX designers are more, you have to practice like a growth mindset, which basically means like every failure is a, is a way to improve essentially. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, that's something I love about UX. Um, as you're, you were talking, I was like, oh man, I should just change my mindset for life because I, I have this like perfection. I was just talking to my husband about this. I ha- I have this like perfectionist like obsession yes. and stuff. and like I just absolutely wanna, yeah I just want to be good at everything and like and I don't like I don't like right. trying yeah I don't like trying new things because like what if I fail? Um, yeah. But what you're saying makes so much sense and it's like. I, there's just a lot of wisdom in it and I feel like even in my own life I need to change my attitude like yeah fa- that's that's so true if you fail you just learn from it and it's really just growing in your exactly. life whether it's UX or just anything so right yeah 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 it's it changes everything you should definitely look into growth mindset versus fixed mindset because like fixed mindset is basically like you you think that you are you have these innate qualities like innate uh, intelligence or talents or gifts and you kind of like function based off of that. So you're like, oh, I'm not a math person. Therefore, I will never be a math person. And, and like people who have that kind of mindset are less likely to try new things because they're thinking to themselves, I don't want to fail. I don't want to like be seen as someone who just isn't good at it versus someone who has a growth mindset is just like, no, you can be good at anything as long as you put the effort into it and failing is part of that process of like growing. And people who have a growth mindset tend to actually be better at things because they're willing to just put in the effort and keep trying and they're not discouraged when they when they don't do well. And I think like it's such, I think it changes everything. <laughs> no, yes. I'm mindset. like having my own revelation right now. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like I thought I was like had a growth mindset but I think I don't like I I'm so yeah. like that I'm like no I'm not good at it I'm not gonna try but like but exactly. why I've never tried right <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah yeah I had the same revelation <laughs> I was like oh my god I've been functioning with a fixed mindset my entire life yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's okay. Yeah. If you take anything from this growth mindset and be a yes <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome um well before we end our time together jesse um is there any advice that you could give to somebody that maybe is thinking about going into ux i feel like you've already given a lot of sound advice but um anything at all like uh yeah just any advice that you'd give them anything that maybe you'd you'd wanted to have known before you started this journey yeah yeah um I would say I guess like there's this thing in UX design where we say that like the most important quality is empathy (laughs) Um, and it's true because like in order to like create a solution you have to be able to empathize with where the pain point or where the problem is that someone is facing and you have to be able to like listen and you have to be able to like take yourself it's easy to get into the mindset of like 
I'm the designer, so I hold all of the answers in my hand and I'm creating the experience. When in reality, it's more like the people you talk to are the ones that are defining the experience because they're the ones that are using it. Mm. Um, so I guess like that being said, <laughs> I feel like maybe that's why like it's so easy to transition to UX design like from a 10-week program because a lot of the skills that are most important in the field are super soft. Like you just have to be an empathetic person. And that not to say that's easy, that's very hard, but it's also not something you can just pick up like in a 10-week boot camp like it's not like a like a hard skill like that so I guess I just that's I don't know if you are an empathetic person then you probably have what it takes to be a UX designer (laughs) wow I that's great I that's really awesome advice I my mind didn't even go there but yeah that makes perfect sense in order (laughs) to relate to the client itself and find the solutions that they need you have to be understanding and willing to like get in the hole with them right 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 you know? yeah exactly. that's awesome well jesse thank you so much for your time today um guys if you enjoyed this episode and you have any questions about ux design uh, i'm sure i can connect you with jesse or somebody mm-hmm. else or most most likely jesse because i don't know any other ux designers but <laughs> But and I'm sure she'd be happy to talk to you. Um, please feel free to DM us or you can email us at podcastwigu.wigu at gmail.com. Um, thanks so much again, Jesse, for your time today. Yeah, this was fun. Thank you. Absolutely. You're welcome on anytime. Part two, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Part two. All right, guys. Thanks. Until next time. Bye.